Welcome to Write This Down with Dot Bowen. I'm your host, AJ, and I have a few announcements before we get started. First, we will be taking a break from December 23rd, 2020 to February 3rd of 2021. Secondly, and more excitingly, Dot will be speaking at the Breathe Retreat, January 15th to January 17th of 2021. So if you're going to miss Dot's teaching while we're on a break from the podcast, meet us at Billy Graham's The Cove for a refreshing weekend full of truth. For more information about the retreat, go to the link in the description. That's enough about announcements. Now let's jump into the truth. Write this down. Luke 2, verses 8 through 16, and let's read about heaven's announcement that Jesus Christ has been born. In the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. The angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly, There was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. Today on Write This Down with Dot Bowen, Dot will be talking about how God is a God of the much more. If we choose to be still and listen to God's message, we will learn that it is much more than we could ever imagine. Now let's sit and hear what Dot has to say. Hey everyone. Oh wow, when I read about the birth of Jesus, I just always think to myself, wow, God knows how to make a birth announcement. God knows how to do things that only God can do. Today, I want you to grab your Bible and together, I want us to think about the birth of Jesus and how God announced to the world that His Son, that His Son has left heaven and is now on earth to dwell among men. You know, as I think about birth announcements and started thinking about how God just has a way, He just has a way of being able to get the attention of His children. I was thinking about another birth announcement. It was Prince George. If you remember, Prince George is the first child of Prince William and Kate Middleton. And I remember being so excited when she was going to the hospital and that the news were talking about how Kate and William was going to have their first child. And I remember the announcement weighing in at a healthy eight pounds and six ounces, the first child of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, more informally known as Prince William and Kate Middleton is born on July 22nd, 2013 at Mary's Hospital. When Mary was uh, trying to find some place to have her child, her firstborn, I don't believe she ever thought in a million years that a hospital would be named after her. And also, I think she would probably be shocked that anyone would call her St. Mary. 
However, we know that Prince William and Kate made that great announcement and everyone was excited. The news said that the prince's birth has been a highly anticipated event with reporters camping outside the hospital to get the first glimpse of the new arrival. Though the official birth announcement came, according to tradition, a statement is usually posted on a gilded easel outside Birkingham's palace. The Duke and Duchess put a more modern spin on things by appearing outside the hospital to introduce their baby to the world. Now that's how the world makes an announcement. Here is this prince and everybody sitting out and around the hospital, all the reporters just waiting to hear about the announcement of Prince George. Now that's what the world expects. It expects not only this child from this great family to be exalted, And you know, when I think about the birth of Jesus, that God made his announcement. God just seems to do things the way God wants it to be done. He wants to be glorified. And you know, the reporters are sitting outside of this hospital waiting on Prince George to be born. Nobody was waiting on Jesus to be born in a stable, lying in a manger. No one expected the Messiah to be born in Bethlehem, even though Micah had reported and prophesied that the Messiah would come from Bethlehem. And as I think about the way God does things, God does not do things in an earthly manner, even though he came to earth. God does things in a spiritual manner. God does things that man would never imagine to do because God is God and man is man. And the importance and the things that man really looks to is usually not the things that God considers important. I want you to grab your Bible and I want you to write down some things that as I look back, I saw some things that I never thought about it. I never thought about that. And you know, that's just exactly what God does. Listen to me. When God wants to talk and God wants to speak, we need to be very careful. We need to listen. We need to look at the words of God and say, God, what are you saying? Because what I have found, what I think God is saying may not be exactly what God is saying. But even if I really get what I think God is saying at that moment, When life begins to move forward and I look back on what I thought God was saying, there's always much more. There's always, oh, yeah, that's what God was saying. Oh, that's what God was doing. I didn't know. And you know, when we're in the middle of something and when we're in the middle of a situation and often it doesn't have to be a bad situation. It doesn't have to be something that we're dreading. It could be a good situation. It could be something that we know for a fact that God is so in this, that God has arranged and did everything to make these circumstances to be at this particular time in my life. But even though we're in that moment and we know that it's a God moment, often I look back and God was saying so much more 
than what I thought he was saying. I don't know if he just knows I can't handle all the things that he's saying at that time. I don't know if I'm just listening to what I want to hear, or maybe I just not willing to hear all that God is saying. Maybe my heart is just not ready to be able to comprehend all that God has for me. I don't know about you, but as you look in your life, would you agree that when you are in a situation and you feel like God has led you to this place and you are in these circumstances, are you looking and asking God to show you what his plan and purpose is in the certain situation that you're in? You know, God has a way of using pain to show us that there is so much more to this life than just trying to get away from the pain. That God is even going to use difficult circumstances, trying circumstances, faith-stretching circumstances to show us how great and mighty He is. I would certainly be willing to believe that when Mary and Joseph was looking for a place to have her child, that she would not be saying to you or to me, well, actually, it was the best time of my life. But as she was holding and looking into the face of the Messiah, the Son of God, no one knew more that Jesus was the Son of God than Mary at that moment. I believe as every mother who has gone through the pain of childbirth, that first moment that she held her child, it was all worth it. As I look at the birth and the circumstances around Jesus' birth, I want you to write some things down. I want you to write some of the things that as we look back, these moments of like, aha, that's what God was saying. In other words, Bethlehem. Write that down. Bethlehem. Bethlehem means house of bread. That's the meaning of Bethlehem, the house of bread. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, the house of bread. Later on, Jesus would stand up and he would say boldly, I am the bread of life. He said to the Jews, remember manna? Remember when the Jewish people were in the wilderness and manna came from heaven and fed you? I'm Jesus. I am that bread. And to the Gentiles, what he is saying, I am the only one that can satisfy all your needs. I am the bread of life. It is not by mistake that God would appear to the shepherds and tell them that the Messiah had come. In the Old Testament, the shepherds were named as the leaders of the Jewish people. And now Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. To the shepherds, he would say, I am replacing you as the shepherd of the people of Israel. And you know, as I think about the gifts and where that these wise men give to God, God never allows us to outgive him. Here is these wise men thinking they're giving something to God, when in reality they're able to bow before the Son of God. And they leave the Son of God. They leave the presence of God. Listen to this. They leave the presence of God, and they don't go back to the way that they were. They don't go back to the life that they once knew. They go in a new direction. And as I was thinking about this, I don't want you to miss this. I get so excited. When I think about the wise men and coming and bowing before God 
and they realize that they are bowing and that they are in the presence of God, the Son of God. They go back, not to the life that they know, but they go back to a new life. And as I think about that, I just want us to grasp that. We don't go back to that old life, the life that God has redeemed us and saved us from. We walk in a newness of life. And as I think about Christmas and God's message to the world, you know what the world says? A child is born, but to a believer, we say a Savior is born. The message of Jesus, the birth, the announcement that God is saying to you and to me is, hey, there is a God. There is the Son of God. There is the Messiah. And I have promised you in the beginning that I wanted to walk with you. And I promised you from the beginning that I created you to be with you. And so I am sending my son because sin separated us. And now I will send you the son of God. I will send you the savior. I will send you the final sacrifice. John the Baptist said, behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the earth. He knew from the womb that Jesus was the Messiah, the Lamb of God. Oh, dear friend, today, I don't want us to miss the message because it's so much more. It is about being close to the Father. It is about having a relationship with Jesus that God would allow His Son to come so that you and I can walk and be intimate with God, the Holy One. Emmanuel, God is with us. Jesus said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. And even though his body was sent on to heaven to sit at the right hand of the Father, God allowed his spirit the Spirit of Jesus, to come and rest in our hearts and in our lives. When God works, He uses the earthly things to give us a more spiritual, heavenly message. What God says to His children is so much more than we could ever think or know in the earthly mentality, in our minds and in our hearts and our spirits. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it declares a message that there is a God that loves us, a God who is willing to do whatever it takes to be with his children, to talk to his children. See, we needed to know that God has not forsaken us. We needed to understand that when Jesus was born, that there was such a big message. It was more than there is a prince of peace that was born. Years ago, 2013, a prince, a humanly prince was born and the world exploded. They were so excited. But 2000 years before that, the prince of peace was born. And the heavens exploded. The heavens declared that the Messiah was born. 
And why did the heavens declare it? Because the Prince of Peace, the Savior of the world, is not just a man. He came as a man, but He is God. Wow. Let's just think about that for a minute. Don't skip over a deeper message of the birth of Jesus. Jesus fulfilled what God had promised. He said to us in Bethlehem, I am the bread of life. He said to us as a shepherd, I am the good shepherd. He is the perfect Lamb of God. Jesus is the Messiah. And wisdom would tell us that the greatest and biggest gift that we have is that we can enter into the presence of God and bow before Him, knowing that our life will never be the same. Only God can offer us eternal life. Sweet friend, that is a birth announcement like no other. I hope you wrote some of that down. Remember to go to the link in the summary for more information about the Breathe Retreat. We look forward to being with you again next week on Write This Down with Dot Bowen as Dot closes the Christmas series. For more content from Dot, head to dotbowen.com. This podcast is brought to you by Cup of Joy Ministries and generous contributions from listeners like you. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss a beat. Thanks for listening.